What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for week 12 of Hit the Books podcast, our Thanksgiving edition episode. We are excited to bring you this week's NFL talk as well as many other gambling topics here on Thanksgiving. Let's move it over to Tyler Huffnagel. Say hi to everyone, Tyler. What's going on, everyone? We're back for another week, already 12 weeks in. I'm excited for this week, last week. Uh, team card had some tough picks on it. I was pretty favorable in uh, all those picks. Uh, ended up with the Steelers being the only hit on it. But uh, myself going one and one with the Patriots hitting on Thursday night football for me. Couldn't get my over 43 in Browns and Lions. Uh, Jesse, you also went one and one. Your loss was the Browns Lions over as well. Saints and Eagles hitting your over. Mackie with a nice two and one weekend. Uh, hit your, both your unders. Not an over-under guy, hitting both of his unders and uh, missing out on the Jets plus three and a half versus the Dolphins. Dolphins on a little hot streak lately. Yeah, well, you know, I mess, I made the mistake of betting on the Jets, but uh, I got both those under bets from the trend, so it seemed to be working. Yeah. Love to hear it. And Mackie already said some words, and we're happy to hear from him. Anything else to say, gentlemen? Good to be back. Ready to go. Awesome. All right. And let's jump into our first game on Thanksgiving. The Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions, our 12-30 game. We got the Bears favorited at minus three, the money line at minus 164, and the over-under at 41.5. Chicago is 6-1 and one straight up in its last seven games when playing Detroit. Take it away, Huff. Um, in this specific game, uh, Thanksgiving, we know... Lions have a couple, or Lions play every Thanksgiving. Not one of the more exciting teams to watch, but uh, unfortunately they play every Thanksgiving. And with them being the first game on the slate, them getting three points here against the Bears. Andy Dalton's going to be starting for the Bears in this game. Uh, probably couldn't have a worse quarterback matchup for the first game on Thanksgiving Day. Um, Andy Dalton versus, they don't even know who's starting for Detroit. Whether it be Jared Goff, David Blau, or Tim Boyle, I believe the other guy's name was. I think Jared Goff has already ruled out. Okay, so it's probably going to be – they think it's going to be Blow, that David Blow guy, but he won last year outright on Thanksgiving. So I'm not counting the Lions out in this game. I'm giving the line. I like giving the Lions the points here if you're talking spread, but um, I do I do like this total, the 41.5. I think this game could go under 41.5, but uh, I do have this in a teaser that you'll hear whenever we give the picks. Uh, raise that up a little bit, but – uh, I'd give the Lions the points here on Thanksgiving. I myself am going to back that under. The total has gone under in seven out of Chicago's last nine games, as well as seven of the last eight Detroit Lions games. Lions overs are eight and three in their last Thanksgiving or last eleven Thanksgiving games, though. So I'm I'm riding more that Bears trend than the Lions trend here. Can't disagree with that. Yeah, uh, this is definitely a game the Lions could win. I mean, get their first win of the season. On Thanksgiving, pretty shitty game if you ask me, but I definitely like the Lions here. I'm not a big Bills or a Bears guy, so that might help. I say give them the points. Be safe. Yeah, I agree. All righty, and next Thanksgiving Day game, 4.30 p.m., the Las Vegas Raiders at the Dallas Cowboys. We have the Cowboys favorited at minus seven and a half, the money line at minus three fifty, and the over under at fifty one and a half. Las Vegas is seven and three straight up in its last ten games on the road. But Dallas is six and one against the spread and straight up in its last seven games at home. So sitting there at seven and a half points, 
What do you guys think? This is a bigger spread than I actually anticipated. Dallas is very injured right now. I don't see them covering a seven and a half point spread here. I I think they come out on top just because they're probably home, but I don't know. Dallas is Dallas is injured right now. They don't they haven't been looking there. They didn't even score a touchdown last week. So give me Raiders plus seven and a half, but Dallas wins outright. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back that with the points here. I think uh I like the Raiders here. I thought the same thing. I thought this should be like a four and a half, maybe five and a half point spread for Dallas, maybe win by six, they cover. But I think when you're talking, you can lose by a touchdown, an extra point. Um, even though it is against Dallas, who you said is six and one against the spread at home, um, Dallas is one and nine against the spread in their last ten Thanksgiving games. I'm gonna ride that trend. Give me Raiders plus seven and a half. And for our final Thanksgiving game at eight p.m., we have the Buffalo Bills at the New Orleans Saints. We got the Bills favored at minus six, the money line at minus 245, and the over-under at 45. Buffalo is 17-6 and six straight up in their last 23. And New Orleans is 5-0 and oh against the spread and straight up in their last five games against Buffalo. I like the Bills here. Um, I think the minus six is the right number for this game to be sitting at. I think if it was higher than six, I'd be leaning more towards New Orleans at home, getting Alvin Kamara back. Um... I just think that the Bills have the ability off coming off a loss to the Colts. The Colts are starting to look like a lot better team than everyone anticipated. I know myself, I kind of had their season hopes kind of low with Carson Wentz being the quarterback, but Jonathan Taylor's been playing well. Like, Jonathan Taylor's looking like he could be easily a top five running back in the NFL, if not already. So, um, I don't know. I like I like the Bills here. I'm going to give the Bills the points. I think they can win this game and cover six. Uh, I just don't have too much faith in the Saints with Simeon at quarterback. Maybe if uh, Jameis was back, obviously this would be a different spread and it'd be talking a different game. But, um, yeah, I'm going to give the Bills the points here. Yeah, Saints haven't really looked good ever since um, Jameis has been out with uh, Simeon at quarterback. But, oh, dude, Bills have not looked good either. And I'm, I'm the one who like, – I made a big bet on them in the beginning of the year for them to win the division, and now I'm kind of panicking because it's not looking very good. And Bill yeah, Belichick has – money with them with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah Bill Belichick has the – ball in his hands now so that's not, you never want that but I think Bills win this game I don't know six points on the road Thanksgiving if they cover the total definitely goes over but I don't know give me I, I like the Saints plus six I just think going back to what we said last week when the Bills win they cover and when they if they don't cover they lose outright and I'm just going to take my chances with them covering the six and winning this game that's funny. You are right. Maybe you're right. I changed my mind. I like that trend. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one that pulled that. that trend last week. Yeah, too. I was a fan of that trend. So that's why I'm changing my mind. Love to hear it. Alrighty, and moving on to Sunday at 1 p.m., we have the Tennessee Titans at the New England Patriots. We have the Patriots favorited at minus six and a half, the money line at minus 290, and the over under at 44. Tennessee is 6-1 straight up in its last seven games. New England is 5-0 straight up and against the spread in its last five games. And the total has gone over in six out of Tennessee's last seven games on the road. I actually like the Patriots here at home. I think uh, the 6.5 is, it seems like a big spread, but um, Titans are another banged up team. They just cut Adrian Peterson. I don't even know who's going to be running the quarterback or running the ball for them this week. Uh, 
I think I think Patriots have the ability. This is a home game for them. One o'clock game. Um, I just I don't know. I think Mac Jones. Everything's clicking for New England right now. And like you said, five and zero against the spread in their last five. Yeah, give me the Patriots. Uh, it's Dante Foreman, huh? Who's running the ball for them? But um, who is it? Dante Foreman. Okay. They um, I don't know. I this is a big spread for um a, a really good matchup in my opinion. It is a good game. Patriots also aren't the best at home. They they're actually two and four at home this season when they're five and zero oh on the road. Titans are four and one on the road. I know they're banged up. I know Derrick Henry is. Seventy percent of that offense, but six and a half points in a tight matchup. I don't know. Give me Titans plus six and a half. Yeah, this is definitely a tough game here at six and a half points. Alrighty, and next we have the New York Jets at the Houston Texans. We have the Texans favorited at minus two and a half. The money line at minus one forty six, and the over under at forty four and a half. The total has gone over in six out of the New York Jets' last seven games, as well as five out of the last six games at home for Houston. I do like the over here. This is a game where they can just, I mean, both defenses are awful, so just throw the ball down the field, maybe get a few quick touchdowns, and then after that, you don't really got to score many points. Over under is 44 and a half, so Zach Wilson's back. I don't know, maybe he'll put on a show. I like the over here. Yeah, I think I think that's a good play on the over here. Um, I don't know. Those are just two two bad teams, both two and eight. Um, I don't know, two and a half. Uh, I, if someone, if if anyone covers this game, it's going to be the Texans win by three or the Jets win outright. So I just don't feel comfortable giving the Jets just two and a half. If it was three, I'd probably go Jets plus three or three and a half. Um, but two and a half, I'd, I'm just going to roll with the Texans, the home team. This is such a tough one on that over-under. My determining factor was these are just two bad teams. I don't know if I can bet on them. Um, so I will not be taking an over-under on there's, this game. There's two, really bad, there's two games this week featuring four of the worst teams to bet on this season. <laughs> Absolutely. This, this, game, this game and then Falcons-Jaguars. Like, and I'm touching that one. <laughs> Alrighty, next we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. We have the Eagles favorited at minus three and a half. The money line at minus one ninety, and the over under at forty six. The Eagles were nice to me, and they're hitting my over under that I placed on them last week. Do we like them again this week? The total has gone under in eight out of the New York Giants' last nine games at home. Over in the eight of the last nine when playing at home against Philadelphia. I personally like the Eagles here with the points. Um, I just think the Giants have looked so bad over the past couple of weeks, and uh, that's not to say that they can't uh, come out and look all right in this game. I just think maybe like a backdoor cover, last-second field goal for insurance, maybe go up by six. I think uh, Eagles win this game by whatever the points are, three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the Eagles here too. They've looked really good. Dallas better pick it up or they're going to give them a run for their money for that division. But Giants What's Dallas's just record? They're seven and three. Okay, so they have yeah, Philly, they have like they have a cushion, but yeah, Philly's coming I mean, though. I mean, that, been, that can get out of hand real quick. Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, I like Eagles here to cover. Yeah, I like Eagles minus three and a half. I, I've been, I have that on my card. I'm thinking about. It. I have a question mark next to it. Though. I'm not sure how much I like it, but definitely been thinking about that one. Dude, Jalen Hurts look good. Mm-hmm. Playing really good football. Going to be a good matchup. I'm very excited for that one. Another one o'clock game here: Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Indianapolis Colts. We have the. Buccaneers favorited at minus three, the money line at minus 164, and the over-under at 51.5. Tampa Bay doing extremely well lately, 15-3 and three straight up in its last 18. The total has gone over in five out of Tampa Bay's last six games when playing Indianapolis. And Indianapolis is 5-0-1 against the spread in its last six games against Tampa Bay. It's a tough game here for me personally because um, the one thing I do like a lot is I'm going to be looking at Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards over. Uh, he's been hitting that all season. I think he's 8-0 in his last last eight weeks on that rushing yards prop. So I'm going to be looking at that come this week. Uh, so stay tuned to the Instagram come or whenever we're talking picks and stuff like that. But point-wise or spread-wise um, – no, I like Bucks minus three, but it's just tough for me because I'm going to be rooting for Jonathan Taylor to run all over their defense. So I don't know if I'll be taking it, but I think I like Bucks minus three. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of think the opposite. Bucks are not a good team on the road. They're two and three this year on the road. They're five and zero at home. Obviously, they win games at home, but two and three on the road against a team that's really been on the on the rise. They're on a three game winning streak, four and one in their last five. Carson Wentz has looked good. I like that th- that three points there. I would even sprinkle money line. Colts are hungry for that division. Titans are injured. They have a chance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just I, I just struggle betting against Tom. Yeah, it is hard to bet against Tom. You're right. But I don't think the, the play here is the Bucks. I see what you mean. It, the, Colts are, the Colts are hot right now. They are hot. They're moving. Just, Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns last week. Yeah, five. He had I, had him, in, I had him in a parlay. I placed a three-leg parlay last week. It was Chubb, Alvin Cook, and Jonathan Taylor. And I had another one that was like six people. And the people, it was the same thing, but the people I took out all scored. It was Justin Jefferson, <laughs> Najee Harris, and who's the last one? can't remember the last one it'll come to me but i was it was like plus like 2400 disgusting odds i was like yeah this is too crazy i'll shrink it to three still hit so i can't complain but <laughs> would have hit if i placed all six which would have been insane Justin Jefferson's another one he's he's a very profitable one that anytime touchdown stefan diggs stefan diggs was the other one stefan diggs if they get a touchdown it's always him if they get like one mm-hmm. like their first touchdown it's always him he's a good mm-hmm. first touchdown scorer uh Mm-hmm. I, I like that a lot. I think, um, what's it called? I just, just Taylor's been so profitable on anything. If you look at his anytime touchdown, uh, scorer odds on FanDuel, he's like so heavily minus every week. Like, my, I think he was like minus two hundred last week to get an anytime. It's unreal. He's, he's usually like plus three fifty for the first one. It's like not even worth putting money on him. He hits it every time. I've I've hit it on him twice so far this year. That seventy six yard run against I figured who was it against. I was sitting here, it was like second play of the game, seventy six yards to the house. I was like, that was the easiest first touchdown. Titans, I think. Was it? I don't know, it might have been, but I do it remember that. The, it might have been the Titans. It might have been a divisional game. 
he just he just literally house called second play of the game. I was like, well, that was easy. <laughs> In this next game, myself, I'm very excited about the Atlanta Falcons at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Said we got no the Falcons favorited at minus two and a half. The money line at minus 134 and the over-under at 46 and a half. What was that, Huff? I said, you said you were very excited about this game. I said, said no one ever. Falcons, Jaguars, come on. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Atlanta is 5-0 and against the spread in its last five games against Jacksonville. And the total has gone under in six of Atlanta's last seven games against Jacksonville, as well as under in five out of Jacksonville's last five games. I'm taking the under. <laughs> I'm taking the under. <laughs> I don't part know. This me, is a shitty game, dude. Yeah, part, part of me dude, thinks this is the worst. Falcons just roll them. And then the other part of me thinks this is Jacksonville's, like, another game. Like, they have that game every couple weeks where they, like, look like they're going to stay in it and they potentially win it. But I, I don't know. I'm not betting on the Jaguars. Dude, the Falcons didn't even put up a point last week. I know, like I do. That's why I just I can't touch this game. I have no love. This is like the, just... this Sunday is like the worst Sunday football of all Sunday footballs because you, it's because it's because honestly Thursday, I think they, they, they still have a Monday night football game. Yeah, and they still have a Monday night football game. They still have a Sunday night football game. Like, why wouldn't you just cram every game into one and four o'clock? Yeah, and then they get all these shitty matchups. I don't know. I Falcons was... minus one. They're gonna win this game like seven six. I wish it was Friday night football. That'd be I was thinking tough, nine too. six. Thursday night, nine Friday six. Night, that's Sunday a good night, score. Monday night, that'd be sick, don't you think? Yeah, that'd be too much on the players. They all complain yeah. about I mean, it. If they can do. Th- they can do Thursday. Come on. Yeah, but they all complain about Thursday. Imagine. Adding be, yeah, day. imagine telling all the players, "Hey, you you have to play a Thursday game this year and a Friday game." They'd be like, "Yeah, now you have a better chance every week of playing of having a three day rest." Yeah. That's why they all love the Monday night game. Until the week after when you have the short week. Yeah, you have Monday night game, and then you got a Thursday night game the next week. <laughs> you don't even practice. You just go straight to the next city. Literally. Yeah, uh, I'll take Falcons. Yeah, I'm not betting on either one of these teams, though. Me Give me, I'll take Falcons. Don't take the points. Just, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I like the under. The point. Not even the points. The point. I have two and a half on Vandal. Oh, do you? Same. Was, I know what you're Randall. talking about, though, Matthew. Last time I checked, it was one. So I, I was yeah. going to correct myself and say, yeah, point. But then I just looked, and I was like, I swear that says two and a half. Under. Alrighty, next we have the Carolina Panthers at the Miami Dolphins. We have the Pan- Panthers favorited at minus two. The money line at minus 130 and the over-under at 42. Carolina is 10-2 and two against the spread in its last 12 games on the road. And the total has gone under in 10 out of Carolina's last 14 games, as well as under in 5 out of Miami's last 6. I like the I like Panthers here. Win here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ding bong. Let's hear it. I don't know why. I just They're hot. I, I can't bet on the Panthers, so I'm not going to bet. Oh my god, it, they're, but... I did not know they were on a three-game winning streak. Yeah, they're, they're rolling right now. I, just, I don't want to bet against them on a three-game win streak at home. And against the against our team to not bet against. respectfully, respectfully fuck the Panthers. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Cam Newton is a different story. I think he is, but I don't know. It's they're turning into the team where I don't touch their games. 
with no matter who's playing, <laughs> who they're playing. I just don't like their spreads. Yeah, we can just skip this game at this point. <laughs> Next one I do like. We got the uh, the big the home my hometown Pittsburgh Steelers going into Cincinnati. Four and a half point underdog plus one seventy two on the money line over under seven. Let's see the plus one seven. What is it? What's the money line? Plus one seventy two. Uh, you're you're definitely sprinkling that. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too hot on the those odds. I wish it was. Uh, like I don't know. I, I'm probably going. I just to, feel like, like you said. I th- I love four and a half. I think is the Steelers as underdogs this year. I think they're four and one or five and one. Um against the spread so give me the four and a half but like when the Steelers played Cincinnati earlier this year Steelers were a three-point favorite we had them on the team card um they obviously lost that game outright but Steelers' favorites don't cover Steelers' underdogs they do cover so give me Steelers plus four four and a half I don't know dude I feel like this division is so close like you're no one's gonna get swept that's what I'm saying so I already got their win I don't know I think Steelers can definitely pull this one out such a close division I I love the four and a half I really do a sweep in, the, in this close of a division is such a big deal. Divisional yeah. wins are huge. I like what you just said, Mackie. You're exactly right. That sweep's going to be tough, but That's that four and a half points is going to be. I think that four and a half is going to be our savior. Yeah, I agree. Like this next one too, another divisional matchup: LA Chargers heading into Denver, going into Mile High Stadium. Chargers a two and a half point favorite at minus one eighteen. A minus one forty eight on the money line. Uh, Broncos plus one twenty six on the money line. The over under sitting at forty seven and a half. Um, I don't know. Chargers coming off a win, not covering last week Sunday or yeah Sunday night football against the Steelers. It was a crazy game. Um, Herbert looked really good, but uh, wasn't able to cover the game. I think this week he uh, they do cover. Uh, I do like the Chargers minus two and a half here in Denver. I just don't have too much rolling with Denver. Uh, I don't have too much faith in them as a team, but uh, I like the Chargers minus two and a half here. Huff, I'm going to back that. Chargers five and one against the spread in their last six games on the road. I like them two and a half as well. I also, this, this is a good play. I like the Chargers minus two and a half. Almost seems too good to be true, but it also does look like it's going to minus three. Could even move even further. Yeah, let's get this at two and a half. Yeah, this Broncos team is just does not impress me. That that over under is tough. Forty seven and a half. I could see this game sitting right at forty seven. Like Chargers win twenty seven twenty, something like that. Twenty eight twenty. I like it. You know what I mean? Even the last second field goal was still cover. Mm-hmm. That's fine by me. All right. All righty. And next, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. We've got the 49ers favorited at minus three, the money line at minus 176, and the over-under at 49. The total has gone under in seven of Minnesota's last eight games when playing San Francisco. But San Francisco is 10-1 straight up in its last 11 games when playing at home against Minnesota. I don't, I don't like the Niners this year, and I don't like betting against the Vikings. Every time I bet against the Vikings, they just upset me, and I'm never doing it again, at least not this year. I actually really like the Vikings money line here. What is it, plus 152, you said? Plus 148. Plus 148. 
Yeah, I mean, I like them plus three. I might sprinkle a little money line, a little parlay booster on the money line. Yeah, I have this as my this was my favorite play of the week. I love Vikings. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna get the half point right now with the plus three sitting at uh minus one oh two. You can get that half point and go plus three and a half at minus one ten. I'm gonna lock that in. I love the Vikings oh, might as well. half this week. I like that play. It's a great idea there, Huff. Alrighty, and next we have the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Tight game here with the spread only at one in the Packers' favor. Money line at minus 110 in the Packers' favor. Rams minus 106 over under at 48. The Los Angeles Rams are 4-1 straight up in their last five games on the road. But Green Bay is 5-0 against the spread in their last five games against the Rams. 10-1 straight up in their last 11 games at home. Aaron Rodgers just released that he has a fractured toe. Like I just got a notification about it like two minutes ago. I saw that on it was on first take this morning. They were talking about that. They said he has a toe injury that's not going away. I didn't see fractured toe, but they he, did announce he had a toe injury. Two minutes ago, a notification from the score: Rogers reveals fractured toe, could need surgery. But what does that mean in terms of him playing not, right now? He's not. They said he's not getting the. He, it's. He said he's going to play through it. All right. So what that so, means? I don't know what that means. I. If, how recent I don't know was this toe injury? I am in this. Um, I think a week ago, two weeks ago, maybe. Um, but talking the game right now in the pick'em situation, I like give me the Rams here. I think there's a situation where we could find a play where Aaron Donald or someone on this Rams defense gets a nice hit on Aaron Rodgers, and I think we could have to see uh, some Jordan Love action the rest of the game. And I like the Rams in that situation. So this uh, you're banking on deep. kind of Rodgers having to leave the game, but. I don't know if I'm going to take it, but I like the Rams. Just take them to win the game. This is definitely a tough defense to go against after really revealing you have a fractured toe. Yeah. But if Rodgers is healthy, like fully healthy, give me Packers for five units. If he's if he's off, I don't know. If there's any like more reports about his injury, then I don't like it. I'll take. I mean, the Rams. it's a fractured toe. He's not going to yeah, be but... fully healthy. Yeah, yeah, but you never know. Like he didn't practice. He didn't practice today. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, you know, he's not going to be fully healthy. So I'm saying, what do you like knowing he's not going to be fully healthy? I don't know. I don't like. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. So I don't like anything. I don't really like this Rams team either. I think they're overrated. They're cold. Yeah, they've been they've been on a cold streak. Give me the under. Under forty eight. Like it. Love it. Already coming down to it, Sunday primetime game, the Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens favored at minus three and a half, the money line at minus 190, and the over-under at 50, or excuse me, 45 and a half. The total has gone over in four out of Cleveland's last five games on the road. Cleveland is five and two against the spread in their last seven games on the road. And Baltimore is seven and one straight up in its last eight games at home. This is looking like it's going to go to Browns plus four uh, with the announcement of Lamar Jackson's going to play in this game. Sunday night dogs, give me Browns plus four. Yeah, 100%. I'm riding that. Sunday night dogs, covering spreads, definitely a divisional matchup. It's going to be a yeah, close you, game. Yeah, you got to give the you got to give the underdog the points in the divisional matchup. This could be a field goal. I don't care if it's a, a one and a half point spread. I'm still taking the underdog here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love the Browns here. They could win this game outright. Such a tight matchup, like you said, with this division, the AFC North, with the Browns or with the Bengals and Steelers playing this week. Uh, Ravens, Browns going out on Sunday Night Football. Um, I think you give both the underdogs in both those games of points. I think you'll make some money with the Steelers plus four and a half and the Browns plus three and a half. Yeah, I'd one wait. of them gonna win. I'd wait and see. Uh, Browns could go to four. I like them at four, but risk of a push. But it's better than losing on three and a half. So do with that what you will. But I like the Browns here. Give them the points. Awesome. Let's take it. Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. The Monday primetime game. Washington football team at minus one. The money line at minus 116. And the over right, 46 and a half. I myself like Washington football team here. I think I'd take the money line at minus 116. The Seahawks at minus 102 respectively. What do you guys think? I don't know. The Seahawks I, team just looks so bad. I'm a Seahawks guy in a pick 'em situation like this against another really bad team. I'm always going to ride with my boys. So <sighs> give me Seahawks here. It's a totally biased pick, though. It's an absolute biased pick. I mean, it's so hard not to bet against like two awful teams and one of them has a good quarterback. How do you not That's what bet I'm on? Saying. Just give me, just, I'll, I want to know that I have the team with the quarterback that has been in the situation where he needs seven points and he's gotten it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if he needs to get down, get it. 60 yards to kick a field goal, he can do it. Against Taylor this, depleted, it, against this very it. depleted Washington defense that is was so hope, so hyped up all year, Chase Young tears his ACL, and they're just absolutely not the same team they were last year. I don't think they were. They even started this season as a good defense. No, I'm saying they were very hyped up. And then yeah, now, yeah, before the season. Now they're depleted yeah, because of injury. Yeah, 100%. I like the Seahawks, too. I don't think I'm going to bet on it, but I do like them here. Washington's been doing good though. Like they just beat the fucking Buccaneers outright. Like so, I don't know. That was ridiculous. And then they beat Panthers on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we'll see. We literally, we literally said last week we like the Panthers, but we can't bet on the Panthers. So, do with that what you will as well. And look what happened. <laughs> see, fuck the Panthers. We don't touch it. It always wins. Uh, Alrighty, that's going to wrap up our NFL talk. Stay tuned for more. Alrighty, now it's time for the part of the podcast that everybody comes for, the team card as well as the the individual cards for each and every member of the podcast. We're going to start with the team card at char- with Chargers minus 2.5 and, and Steelers plus 4.5. We like both of those picks a lot. We're really excited to see the Steelers against the Bengals. And the Chargers going to the mile high. See the Broncos. And for myself, for my picks, I'm going to do Bills minus six, under 46.5 in the Falcons and Jaguars, over 46 in the Eagles and Giants, and Washington football team money line at minus 116. Take it away, Mackie. I like the picks. I like the picks. I myself, I'm going to go with the Cowboys and the Raiders over 51.5. We go with the Bills minus six as well as Jesse did. We go with the Titans plus six and a half, too many points. The Vikings plus three and a half. We got the Vikings 49ers under 49, and then I have the Packers Rams under 48. So I went heavy this week, but hopefully we can uh, get See some what W's. We can do with that. Yeah. Keep it green. 
I, <laughs> I myself went. I really, I, I went heavy this week. Um, you go big holiday, or go home. You get the holiday teaser tomorrow. I'm going with a two leg teaser. Uh, I like Bears Lions. I moved the under from forty one and a half to under forty six and a half, and I moved Bills from minus six to minus one. Uh, that's gonna be minus one ten. Took that for a unit. Vikings plus three. These are all my straight ones. Vikings plus three and a half. Eagles minus three and a half. Browns plus three and a half. And Raiders plus seven and a half. Stay tuned to the Instagram for all the official plays, um, what gets placed. But um, as we get closer to the week, so uh, as these lines change, you know, we always, uh, we're not really too fan of some of the changes and stuff like that. As we get closer to the week, stay tuned to the Instagram for what we actually end up locking in. Couldn't have said it better myself, Huff. Alrighty, and that's going to do it for us here. Week 12. What do you got for him, guys? Yeah, boys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully we can get some W's this week, get back on track, and get on the winning side of things. Yeah. Um, got a lot, lot going this weekend. Uh, big holiday. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there, all the listeners. Um, see what we can do this weekend. Make some money tomorrow. Have a good holiday, and uh, let's see what we can do this weekend. Good luck to everyone. Uh, let's see what we can do. Yes, two not-so-great weeks here on the podcast, but we're getting back to it with the Thanksgiving holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's get at it. Let's get it done. See you next week. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Hit the Books Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our various social media platforms. Instagram at hitthebooks.pod. Twitter at hitthebooks underscore pod. Website at hitthebookspod.com for all the latest on Hit the Books. And be sure to always study hard. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.